chapter fourteen of historical romance of the american negro by charles fowler this librivox recording is in the public domain joyful demonstrations over the fifteenth amendment processions in all the cities of the land departure for louisville kentucky the journey thither the river ohio great celebration the week at louisville the return to buffalo my dear kind reader as i have already indicated the eventful year of eighteen seventy had come and the fifteenth amendment had become the law of the land from maine to texas from the wild atlantic waves to the coast of the pacific ocean the entire colored race abandoned themselves to the most unbounded demonstration of joy and delight i never saw the tide of delight running so high either before or since as upon this most august occasion great mass meetings immense processions music dancing religious meetings for sacred song prayer and praise were the order of the night and of the day indeed there was no outward form of joy and rejoicing that can either be conceived or described that was not observed upon this glorious occasion we read in the book of esther about the joy of the whole jewish nation when they were all saved by the lord from the wicked plots and schemes of the evil-minded haman the jews enemy so great indeed was the impression produced upon the heart of god's ancient people that the feast of purim is still kept up in commemoration of that terrible crisis through which all israel had to pass we ourselves the colored race in america had had our experiences in times past as bad or worse than the israelites of old it was now five full years since the close of the war we had had five years of national freedom slavery here had lost the day we could now vote like any other race and therefore the free exercise of the self-same power was placed in our hands the spring of eighteen seventy was come when the entire colored race abandoned themselves to singing dancing and rejoicing in all ways in general and indeed they had good cause and the right to rejoice for they had waited a long time for it and their patience had been sorely tried justice was long in coming but it came at last in all the larger towns and cities of the united states both north and south immense processions were organized and carried out in the greatest and grandest perfection it struck me as a truly wonderful thing at the time that the democratic and rebel element that were so rank and strong even in former days in the north did not take mortal offence at such out-and-out -out demonstrations carried out with such a high hand before the noonday sun but our people were discreet and neither said nor did anything purposely to cause any reasonable person to take offence of course they stood upon their rights and they claimed their rights of way as much as others but all the same their lawful demonstration of joy and rejoicing went with a most tremendous swing and nothing was done by anybody to mar the exultation of the grand occasion so far as the republicans were concerned in all the brave old 
abolition school and every one of that ilk they were well pleased to see the happy consummation of all their labours and toils i do not wonder so much that this tremendous coloured demonstration passed off without opposition in the north but what was really surprising was that the processions and other demonstrations of joy in the cities of the south in honour of the fifteenth amendment should not have brought on opposition conflicts and riots in brief the entire white race over all the land submitted to the inevitable they submitted to the results of the war their consciences at least bore witness that neither race nor colour nor previous condition make men or unmake them that one man is as much of a man as another in a general sense and that the coloured race had fought for their equal rights and deserved them and all seemed now willing to live in peace as we heard that a very great demonstration was to be made at louisville kentucky in honour of the fifteenth amendment and as my beloved mother tom and myself had been longing for a long time past for a sight of the dear old place upon the kentucky shore where we had all been born and brought up we determined to take the girls and go along to the celebration and mr sutherland also consented to accompany us he had never been in kentucky and so anticipated that it would be a great treat to him it was a fine morning in the spring when we took the road for the railway station and soon we found ourselves all seated in the train mr sutherland and the girls were in a great way about going to kentucky and the girls had so long desired to see it once more ever since they awoke in the morning they had been humming and singing the old kentucky shore nay they even played it on the piano and sang to their own accompaniments thus the whole house was ringing that early morning with the sounds of music but to those of us who were older the children's hilarity music and song brought other thoughts for we were no longer children many dear old slave ditties had been sung about kentucky which was a slave state as the dear reader knows very well thousands of fugitives had escaped over the river ohio which bounds all her northern line indeed runaway slaves from states further south usually made for this river and made their escapes into the free states of the north even my own dear tom and i had made our escape over this river and my own dear mother had been carried down and over its waters on her way to the sunny south thus our feelings that morning were rather conflicting mr sutherland and the girls seemed best off for there were no dark shadows in the immediate past to cloud their brows like mother tom and myself but all clouds passed away sooner or later and we happily forgot our old-time experiences in the pleasantness of the new day the bright and warming sunlight and even the joyous surroundings that were all around about us on our happy way the girls having bought a couple of bright new picture-books from the bookstand at the depot while we were securing our tickets all things were now in readiness for our departure we took our seats in a very contented and flowery state of mind at last and our brave iron horse set out for the open road along the shores of lake erie and soon we had left the city of buffalo behind us the dark shadows of the early morning had indeed departed altogether and our eyes and thoughts were fixed upon the beautiful country as we flew past and on the shining waters of lake erie till we came to cleveland ohio here we left the lake and switched away towards the southwest of columbus the capital of this state 
the rest of us had been over this ground before as the dear reader will remember but all was new ground to mother and mr sutherland who now greatly admired the beauties of the state of ohio adorned in all the charms of spring and with all its fine woods and forests arrayed in their new mantle of green that set off the beauties of the hills and dales in great perfection and whatever our thoughts and feelings might otherwise have been on one point we were all united we were going back to our dear old kentucky shore and the city of louisville to behold the glorious celebration of the fifteenth amendment to the american constitution and to such an outpouring of the colored race as had never been seen in kentucky that indeed made our hearts light that was joy enough for all in due time we reached columbus the capital of the state as nice a little country city as ever i saw here a small contingent of our own beloved people came on board the train for cincinnati and louisville they were in a state of high excitement over the forthcoming events some of them no doubt had fled away from the curse and chains of slavery in kentucky and more remote states but now they could return without fear slavery there had lost the day continuing our journey we all reached cincinnati in safety a fine city of which mr and mrs sutherland often heard but had never seen and they were quite captivated with its beauty reposing so sweetly on the hills that line the northern banks of the beautiful river as the french discoverers delighted to call it with what wonder and delight did mr and mrs sutherland behold the beautiful hills and dells of kentucky just across the mighty stream mrs sutherland had of course seen the ohio at riverside and all the way down to the mississippi but it was the first time her husband had seen the beautiful river of the frenchman or even slave-land and it produced in his mind mingled with feelings of pain and pleasure to behold it for though born free himself his forefathers had fled across the ohio river as they made their escape from the south we decided to spend a night at sweet cincinnati where we paid a visit to a m e church parsonage where my beloved tom and i put up when we were married at the church there and what was our surprise and joy to find the very same family there the self-same reverend gentleman having been called back for a second time what kissing embracing and joy there was between the two families upon this happy happy reunion heaven alone can tell my dear reader how very much good this meeting did us all my goodness this poor pen of mine is altogether unequal to the task it was indeed a heavenly union there being a class that night at the dear dear church after tea we all went along with the pastor and his family and had a glorious time where we praised the lord for he is good for his mercy endureth for ever many old friends remembered us still and gave us a warm welcome o oh, christianity christianity what joys has this world like them after this grand meeting was over we all made our way to the private quarters which we had engaged for the night and where we had a most refreshing sleep we were all quite amused with the girls for they were worse than wild birds for sheer delight the fine weather and the great events in the immediate future were mighty stimulants indeed the whole of us were completely carried away by our feelings and we ran the city and suburbs of cincinnati in all directions our private boarding-house being our rendezvous at three o'clock in the afternoon so that we could all start together for the boat that was to leave an hour or two later for louisville 
it is a remarkable thing how rapidly some people become acquainted by the time we had spent some twenty-four hours with the kind people at the boarding-house we were almost as fond of one another as if we had been brought up together some of them even accompanied us to the public landing where we were to embark for louisville i don't know what the neighbors along the street thought of us for we were more excited and exultant and louder than a lot of barn-yard fowl with laughing and one thing and another well it was a time for laughing i think and after two hundred and fifty years of slavery i also think we had a right to laugh and to laugh with all our might and main at last we reached the public landing marched on board secured our cabins and settled ourselves down for our passage to louisville greatly admiring the scenery and traffic of the beautiful river a great many passengers came on board at cincinnati all bound for the great celebration all eyes were bright with animation and high-beating hope swelled in every human heart the rush to the colossal exhibition at louisville reminded me of the tides of people on the grand march to see a circus but his was a circus of a most unusual kind from the grand reports that had been circulated all over the country for weeks we all expected a high old time we expected the colored race and their friends at louisville to make a mighty effort to place a great show before the whole state and also expected to swell the mighty chorus and throng by our own presence many persons on board had never been back to louisville since they took french leave of the same place whilst others had numerous friends and relations whom they greatly desired to see but all wished to behold the old kentucky shore again for who does not love the scenes of their youth we were now fairly launched out upon the great river the sweet spring winds blew over us and seemed to accompany and cheer us upon our way at such times the imagination gives play to all sorts of sweet things and the very surges of the ohio river seemed to rejoice as they bore us along on their downward course to the mississippi and the gulf states the sun went down and the moon arose upon the fleeting scene the night was now upon us and all the hills and dells that lined both sides of the beautiful river enchanted the eyes and hearts of all beholders a sweet peace stole into our hearts that came down from heaven with what interest did we view the little wooden cabins that lay along the shores of the river on the kentucky side and along the slopes of her hills what tales of grief and joy those dear little homes could have told if they had been able to speak my two dear children were awed into silence as they looked upon the passing scenes for they had both read uncle tom's cabin and many other plaintive books besides and heard from us and from others a thousand tales of slavery in days gone by many eyes besides our own were wet with tears of love sorrow and emotion as we viewed those little cabin homes and saw the lights that night on the old kentucky shore of the poet and in our hearts we thanked the lord that slavery here had indeed passed away for ever it had been often a wonder to me that the lord allowed the curse to continue so long but then he knows what is for the best and i am always willing to take things on trust that i cannot understand the lord is good a stronghold in the day of trouble and he knoweth them who put their trust in him how true how very true indeed we called it no place on our way but at the beautiful little city of madison indiana that lies so sweet-looking in the edge of the ohio river quite a goodly number of our own beloved people came on board here whom we rejoiced to see it was the same old old story that i have told before they were going to louisville to swell the mighty throng and to help sing the songs of the ransomed of the lord during the forthcoming celebration at that city
after we left madison we all retired to bed for the night and we were not long in falling into a sound sleep the night passed away on flew the waves of the beautiful river with our fleet boat on their bosom rushing on for the general rendezvous and about four o'clock in the morning our gallant craft tied up at the landing-place at louisville the metropolis of kentucky all up once more and in good time we were careful this morning to give ourselves a thorough good washing and lay in a solid substantial breakfast in preparation for the events of the coming day all on board bent on the same happy journey as ourselves were in a high key of excitement indeed we could snuff excitement in the very air before we left the boat but at last we got away and came up the bank from the beautiful river and entered the city before seven o'clock where we found the whole place astir with great numbers of excited people rushing and sweeping along in all directions men on horseback riding rapidly up and down the streets great crowds of men women and children arriving by rail from different parts of the state while men in uniforms bands of music with the town boys and girls scurrying along in all directions like the wild waves of the sea flags banners streamers and ribbons seen fluttering in the breeze in all directions such was our introduction to louisville when we came up from the river and looked up and down market jefferson and crean streets and made our early way to a place on walnut street where we had arranged previously by letter to take up our quarters for the week that we were to spend in the city here our dear old acquaintances of antebellum days received us gladly we were all much altered now had grown older were married and had children of our own were now free whereas formerly we were called goods and chattels in defiance of the truth of the eternal jehovah that we had all the same rights as others but for the time being were held down by sheer physical force so much talk about a fifteenth amendment we had never heard in our lives and it made us laugh to hear even the little children lisp the fifteenth amendment poor dear little things theirs was a happy lot they were all free and had not come up by the rough side of the mountain like their oppressed parents the glorious weather was immensely in our favor we blessed god for that and we blessed him for all things the sun was shining in all his beauty the mocking-birds sang in the parks the light winds blew over the fair and garden-like city on the ohio thousands upon thousands of people still continued to arrive upon boats that came up and down the river by the ferry-boats and all all the heavily laden incoming trains that arrived thick and fast even the old inhabitant was astonished at the tremendous crowds that at last packed all the main streets along which the procession was to pass because we were now getting well into line just as is done at a presidential inauguration at washington uniformed riders and fast messengers ex-soldiers dressed in uncle sam's conventional blue the fair sex as thick as the leaves of the forest boys in the trees all the windows full of sightseers and men and boys on the roofs of the houses well indeed might the oldest inhabitant ask where all the people came from nobody could have given a complete answer to that question for there were tens of thousands of people here this day who had never been to louisville before all had heard of louisville the beautiful metropolis of the state but they were slaves then and had no hope of ever beholding its beauties but god is good here came the war here came victory and freedom here came new laws and the fifteenth amendment and here came they themselves at last to help on the good cause with loud shouts of joy
flags fluttered from thousands of windows and the indications of joy were universal and not only did the colored but the white population pack the streets in thousands and tens of thousands the crowds were good-humored to the last degree and there was nothing but joy and rejoicing on every side all day long the outriders now began to move in advance of the procession the first men in line followed next with a band of music and these again were followed by a tasteful and beautiful float that promised mighty things in the rear bands of music at intervals all the different societies another wonderful and beautiful float came sailing on laden with rejoicing citizens young and old and a thousand other strange and wonderful features and devices of the triumphal march called forth loud shouts of joy great outbursts of laughter and general applause a beautiful colored maiden of sixteen or seventeen summers named miss laura claggett stood up in a chariot during the entire procession and she made a splendid living representation of the goddess of liberty it was said of her as of the beauty of ancient tyre thou hast made thy beauty perfect the interest that we all took in the long splendid and varied procession was most intense so much pains had been taken with all the necessary preparations that every part of it was complete and the warmest approbation was bestowed upon all the preliminary arrangements and the way in which they were carried out here was a true object lesson indeed that we were as fit for the highest civilization as the whites this was freely admitted on all hands with the exception of course of those blind persons who did not wish to see we find them everywhere and the best thing to do is simply to ignore them altogether it was wonderful thrice wonderful to look around and see the people who had come from the remotest parts of the state to see louisville and the great celebration it was most pathetic to look at some of them bent down in some cases with hard work labor and toil of half a century there was a feeling of unutterable thankfulness that was apparent to all observers thankfulness that they could yet enjoy a few years of freedom before they went home to be with the lord and thankfulness that their children should be free for all coming time no more auction blocks for me was the sentiment thus the whole glorious procession marched and counter-marched over the principal streets of the beautiful garden-like city of louisville and at last broke up and scattered like all other famous processions of the kind whether at washington or anywhere else the whole city press were loud in their praises of the universal good conduct and splendid management of the new citizens and of course the republican organ brought out the whole truth flat-footed and cast all its glories to the breeze without stint it was a downright triumph in the interest of law and order for the police authorities had little or nothing to do the pastors of all the churches and other leaders had impressed it upon the hearts and minds of all the people to be good and to act as citizens and give the enemy no just reason to throw stones for my own part though i had by this time seen a hundred processions at least in my time i am bound to confess that the procession and day's doings at louisville were as good as the best in regard to law and order and i understand that other cities behaved quite as well as they did in kentucky throughout the union for a week or so the entire colored population at louisville were en fete and a high old time of it they did have indeed it was a perfect carnival a general jollification along the whole line music and dancing and grand tea-parties both in public and private were all the go and as our presence in town was soon well known we were invited to lend a hand in the general festivities along with others there was a good time all over the metropolis of kentucky and don't you forget it 
there is a poem that says in one place joy's image may vanish and griefs die away but the scenes of our youth are recorded for a which leads me on to say that tom mother and myself had a great and yearning desire to revisit all those dear scenes and places round about the beautiful river that had been so deeply stamped into our hearts and memories in the glorious youthful springtime of life mr sutherland had no such longing to satisfy and the two girls were not then born the latter three indeed were born at buffalo on the niagara river in the great empire state of new york so tom mother and myself made calls on all those dear dear friends of our earliest days who still remained alive or still dwelt in louisville but many changes had taken place some had grown old and almost past recognition the children of others received us kindly for their parents were gone to a better land and there were other changes all around too numerous to mention with the exception of god himself in the course of nature all things seemed to be altered and it was a source of thankfulness to us all that something remained that could not be shaken when we had thus ransacked the whole city in search of old friends mr sutherland and the girls coming bravely along with us we crossed the river to jeffersonville indiana where we made two or three calls and then went down to new albany on the indiana side where we had grand welcomes from all whom we knew there it was really astonishing to behold our mutual joy and to tell our true tales of joys and sorrows and hear theirs in return praise ye the lord we now hired a boat and had a glorious sail up the ohio and showed mr sutherland and the children all the old familiar places up the stream where we had formerly been then we went down the river passed through the canal at portland below the city and came out upon the ohio once more there were six of us in the boat besides the two rowers we had taken the precaution to borrow a variety of loud-sounding musical instruments we kept close to the kentucky side of the ohio and when we drew near to the place of our birth that is riverside hall we struck up the old kentucky shore which we both played and sang with tremendous force raising more excitement than the salvation army this brought out mr and mrs jackson and all the old retainers who chose to remain after the fall of slavery there were new faces there also my father recognized us at once and invited us in to receive the hospitalities of the house here we remained all day saw everything once more and returned to louisville at set of sun but we afterwards returned to riverside and spent another whole day in perfect love and harmony it was a sweet time we were now all far far more than satisfied all things had gone well with us and we returned home to buffalo more thankful and gladsome than ever oh what shall we render unto the lord for all his goodness because his mercy endureth for ever chapter fourteen